Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, the founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and the founder of K-beauty brand Jellico. Welcome back to the show for another week and I am just going to put a caveat out there. I am not recording in my regular spot. I mentioned on the show last week that I was heading to the Middle East on a business trip. So I am in fact joining you from the uh, UAE, from Dubai right now. And what that means is if you're watching along on video, you'll probably notice that I'm not in my regular spot. I don't have lighting or anything like that with me, so you'll have to forgive me if everything just looks a bit dark and grainy. I'm going to do the best I can. I've got my mic and my equipment here, but because I'm not in my regular setup, what I have noticed sometimes is that when I'm on the move and I'm not recording in my normal spot, the quality sometimes does suffer a little bit. So you will have to forgive me if that's the case. Unfortunately, it's one of those things that I'm not going to know until we listen to it back. And then by then it's too late. Uh, so look, I'm just going to put that out there. I really hope it's not too bad today, but let me jump into it because what I wanted to have a chat through is a bit of a list of some of what I think are the best multifunctional beauty products from Korea. And the reason I wanted to run through this is because this is another one of those key trends that I think that we will be seeing more of in the industry, the beauty industry generally in 2024. But I think Korean beauty in particular does this really, really well. Now, I don't think that this is really a new trend. It's certainly being talked about a lot at the moment, but I have noticed this being a bit of a keyword on and off probably since 2020, uh, since the pandemic, you know, people talking about either condensing their skincare routines or trying to achieve more with less, trying to achieve better results with fewer products. There are lots of different reasons for that. Uh, a big one is sustainability and the environment. People don't want to be using as many products as they used to use because they are environmentally conscious and they're having a think about the kind of waste that that generates. Another one of the reasons for this move towards multifunctional beauty is, of course, the economy. In many places around the world, you know, inflation is on the rise. The cost of living is just up and up and up, you know, housing and all of that affordability is a really big problem. And I don't know about you, but if you have been shopping outside the world of K-beauty lately, you and even within a little bit to a lesser extent, you will have noticed that the price of a lot of products has really shot up. Um, and because I do live in Korea and I do the bulk of my shopping, obviously in Korea, as you would expect, uh, I run my own beauty company. I work with a lot of different brands. I predominantly use Korean skincare, Korean beauty products. And every time I go overseas, I am absolutely blown away by the cost of just what I once considered to be drugstore or just fairly run-of-the-mill products. Like the prices are definitely getting up there. Now, some K-beauty brands have had to 
increase the price of their products due to increases in the cost of things like raw material. Uh, When we had the supply chain crisis a few years ago because of the pandemic, that caused all sorts of problems uh, and prices did increase. And those are the kind of things that once they go up, they don't tend to go back down again. Uh, We found the same with postage. Uh, So Korea Post put all of their prices up throughout the pandemic and they've literally never come back down. So whereas Korea once used to have fairly competitive international pricing for postage. It's just not the case anymore. Uh, So a lot of people are feeling the pinch and that is spurring a lot of people to look towards the products that they're doing and go, well, what's really essential here? What can I maybe skip out on? Or even just making a little bit of a more conscious choice to move towards products that do a few more things that they are looking to do in their skincare routine. So I thought I might as well start off with one of our Jellico products because this was really the main thing that we had in mind when we were coming up with a formula for our Cinnamon Toast Sugar Scrub Foam. And that was, why don't we make it as functional as possible so that you can do more with less? So this product literally does contain two products in one. You can use it as an exfoliant and you can also just use it as a regular cleanser. And how that works is basically because it contains natural sugar crystals crystals think about making yourself a cup of tea and putting sugar in it or it dissolves when you put it in water and this works pretty much the same so if you apply the scrub to a damp face and lightly massage it in as it exfoliates it will dissolve the dirt and debris that clog your pores but it melts at the same time into just a nice creamy foam cleanser so if you wanted to just use the cleanser portion of that which i sometimes do just because of how sensitive my skin is sometimes i'm like "Mm, maybe a tiny little bit of exfoliation in one part of my skin that has a little bit of dead skin or maybe a little bit of congestion, but for the rest of it, I just want a cleanser. This is what I do. I basically dissolve the bulk of the sugar crystals in my palms first before applying the foam just to my wet face, and then it works as a regular cleanser. So that's what we wanted to do for that product. It is perfect for oily and acne-prone skin. I have the opposite of that. I'm very dry, very sensitive, and I use this in my routine at least a couple of times a week just because I love the fact that you can cut customize it to your desired level of grittiness and I get the bulk of my I guess congestion along my jawline and my neck so what I normally do is that's where I start off with it more gritty as an exfoliant and then move up to the rest of my face particularly along my cheeks is where I tend to get a lot of sensitivity and irritation so by the time I get up to my cheeks I'm just using the cleanser portion of it and not as an exfoliant so that I think is just a pretty typical example of um, you know a product that does a couple of different things in one now, another really great product that I also personally love is Tosa Wung's Hyaluronic Acid Aqua Ample. And the reason that this is a multifunctional product is because there are actually quite a few different ways that you can do this. So one of the, I guess, classic ways that you would think about using an ample like this is that after you've done your essence and your toner, you go in with two to three drops, spread it over the entire face, and then pat lightly to aid absorption, and then you go in with your moisturizer. That is like a pretty typical use case for any kind of serum or ample but this one I have found you can actually use in quite a few different ways so one way that works really nicely is to actually go in straight after cleansing with this kind of like your first ample 
example, and that is because it has such a high content of uh, glycerin and things like the hyaluronic acid in it that it actually really does just give you that nice wet base that is a really good start for the rest of your skincare routine. Another one that people like me that get very dry may enjoy is actually mixing just a drop or two of this in with your liquid foundation, and that can just enhance the adhesion and also the moisturizing effect. That is a really great hack for wintertime. If you find that your makeup is just not sitting on your skin as nicely as it normally does, like throughout the, the warmer months of the year, then mixing a little bit in with and just the the tiniest bit in with your BB cream, BB cushion. Uh, And there are actually a few BB cushions that I have seen on the market these days where this, the part where you normally put your puff in, they've actually got it set up for people mixing different things in with it. D'Alba has one that has like a mixing stone where you can actually mix different things in with the formula to create the perfect amount. But even if you don't have that, you can do that with your makeup spatula if you're using one of those to mix it to the right um, consistency and then go in and put it on your face. You can just do a little bit of a DIY job on your hand and that works pretty fine in most cases, I find. I'm a pretty big ha- uh, fan of applying makeup with hands as well. Um, you know, if you don't know what you're doing with a lot of the, the specialist tools and whatnot, hands often work fine and, you know, you've got them with you everywhere you go. So that's always handy as well. Uh, so that formula has just a lot of really great ingredients in it, including hydrolyzed hyaluronic acid. It's got sodium hyaluronic as well, plus one of my personal faves, panther which is pro-vitamin B5. So that is actually a really versatile product that can be used in a lot of different ways. uh, And I really enjoy using that in my routine. Now, if you do tend towards the oily acne prone combination side of the scale, then you might enjoy Sun and Park's Beauty Water. And this is another really cult classic uh, multifunctional skincare product. And that's because it really does have quite a few different uh, functions in one. It functions as a makeup remover, as a toner. You can use it for your makeup prep. You can use it as a skin refresher as well. And it has a really interesting blend of ingredients in it, rose flower water, orange peel extract, witch hazel. And it is supposed to reveal a brighter skin tone and smoother texture as well. Plus it mildly exfoliates to get rid of dead skin cells. That one has pretty much been a bestseller since it was launched, uh, even though the two makeup artists that originally founded with the, uh, the brand, which were Arson and Park, who the brand is named after, they have moved on long ago. Uh, and the brand is now under different management. They have their own different brand, which is also doing quite well in Korea at the moment called Gazgap. Uh, but this one is a really, really popular multifunctional product that I do think works better for people on the other end of the scale. Now, I think uh, we can't talk about K-beauty and multifunctional beauty products without going past powder cleansers. They are just such a great innovation. Uh, the two on our website that are consistent bestsellers are the Tosa Wong Enzyme 
Shine Powder Wash and Subi's Brightening Powder Cleanser. Uh, and I think th- these are similar but different products. Uh, the, the Subi one is a much finer powder uh, that contains Centella Asiatica. It's got licorice extract for those brightening benefits as well. Uh, whereas Tosa Wong, I think it's just a more budget option. It has uh, a more coarse formula. It has Papain. I, I think the biggest difference between the two of them are that um, the Subi one has no enzymes in it, whereas the Tosa Wong does. So Tosa Wong is going to be a better option for people that have a more hardy skin type. If you're more sensitive, then I would opt for uh, something without the enzymes in it, just because they do offer additional exfoliating benefits as well. Uh, but powder cleansers are great for so many different reasons. They don't have water in the formula, so they are much more lightweight. They are far better for travel because you can just pack them in your bag. They won't squirt everywhere and you make it up fresh at every single wash. So you can decide exactly how much product you want to use. You've got less of a risk of mold or whatnot. The only thing I hear sometimes where people go wrong with powder cleansers is storing them in the shower. And that is a really big no-no because it's a powder. Powder and water, obviously, as soon as it it, it touches water, it's either going to do one of two things. It's going to clump up, uh, which just makes it a bit gross to use, and or it is going to start foaming up, which is what the, the powder is intended to do. So do not be tempted to store them in the shower. I get it. You're probably using them in the shower, but just take it out when you're finished using it um, because once they get wet they just go all sorts of crazy so um, they are just an absolute um, winner in terms of multifunctional because you can if you want leave them a bit grittier and use it as a really really light exfoliator I think the Tosa Wong because of how chunky that it is it probably works a little bit better for that um, and Subi just melts down immediately so it's really really gentle uh, then the next one I have on my list that I think K-Beauty does really well is multifunctional eye creams. So there's a couple of different ways that uh, Korean beauty sort of approaches these eye cream formulas. AHC has, of course, got their eye cream for face. And this is just such a popular line from AHC that up to their 10th version of the product, which is why the most recent one is called 10 Revolution. Uh, And it basically can be applied to your whole face. So it provides the concentrated nutrition of an eye cream in a facial moisturizer and that's the thing a lot of people sort of say oh um, why can't I just use either my eye cream over my entire face or my moisturizer as an eye cream and the reason that the formulas are usually different is because the skin under your eyes is so different from the skin on the rest of your face Uh, it's the first place that you will start to see the signs of aging it is also extremely thin compared to the rest of your eye skin so a lot of the time if you're going to be using a really heavy formula underneath you will notice things like milia pop up those little white spots that can be really really hard to get rid of so this uh, eye cream for face is actually specifically formulated to be used over your entire face and this version of the cream has um, over 1300 proteins that can help to nourish the skin as well another really versatile eye cream product is April B's propolis collagen eye cream and the reason I say that is because it works really well for necklines and also for any lines around your mouth laugh lines smile lines all of those kind of things and the reason 
reason that you can use this formula on all those different places is because it is so big. The jar is 70 mils. So it's a lot bigger than other eye creams, which tend to usually only come in a 20 or 30 mil. So you're pretty much looking at double the size. You know, often because of how expensive eye cream formulas are, you feel a little bit like, oh, I probably shouldn't use it anywhere else, like on necklines or whatnot, because they're so expensive for how much you get. But this one is really, really great for using any spots that you have on your face or neck that you do get those lines. Uh, and it's full of scientifically proven skincare ingredients that help with your you know, anti-aging concerns, things like niacinamide, peptides, collagen. It's got beautiful macadamia seed oil, better glucan, sea buckthorn. It's a really, really nice hydrating formula. I don't think you can talk multifunctional K-beauty without having a look at some of the stick balms. So they are obviously all the rage at the moment. There are so many brands that are launching stick balms. They've been popular since the pandemic because of the untapped skincare trend, which was when everyone was trying to not touch their face. You could use this product without putting your fingers on your skin, on your face. So that's when this really, really took off. The most popular one is, of course, Kahi's Wrinkle Bounce Multi Balm. Now, Kahi itself has a whole bunch of different balms, but I think this is the original and the best. It is very, very versatile. I have tried using it as an eye cream. I've used it as a lip um, a lip balm during the day. I use it to touch up any dry spots on my face. It works really well for all of those things. It's lightweight. You can pop it in your bag and use it on the go. Charm Zone has a couple of different versions as well, which we have on the Style Story website. They've got one that is a vitamin C stick, and it's actually got 30% of vitamin C in it for brightening. They also have a collagen one as well. So there are quite a few different formulas. Uh, a few different options that you can try, but those ones in general tend to be extremely multifunctional and you can use them in lots of different ways. Uh, So I actually do really enjoy them. My only bugbear with them, if I had to pick something, would be that they can sometimes be a little bit dicey to reapply if you have makeup on. Um, Mists can be a little bit easier, I think, to, to go over the top of makeup, but that's not always i certainly have used kahi's uh, wrinkle bounce multi balm over the top of makeup before i think you just need need to be a little bit strategic about it because it does give you that little glow up if you're applying it somewhere that you don't want glow then it might not work but if you're just doing it along like say your cheekbones or something like that that tends to work out fine now uh another category of products that i think that k-beauty does really well is products that contain a little bit of shimmer or glow that tend to have multiple functions in one. There are a range of really great sunscreens on the market, including the Espoir Water Splash sunscreen that I think doubles really nicely as a skin primer. And I would put Subi's Hollow Dream Mask and Brush Set in this category as well, except that instead of being a sunscreen, this is actually a clay mask that offers brightening, pore tightening, and texture refining benefits, but it gives you that glass skin 
glow, that holographic glow that is really the perfect base for your makeup. Uh, A lot of people just like to leave it as it is, but for some people, if you find that a little bit too much, you go in over the top with your makeup and your skin just has this like lit from within glow. K-Beauty has a lot of options like that that I think are really nice. Some people find them a little bit too much. You will know if you are the kind of person that likes a little bit of glow or if you prefer just a completely matte look, you're not into the whole glass skin look then obviously that's an entire category that you should just uh skip altogether not all tone up sunscreens are the same some of them have this like really ashy pinky look to them uh that doesn't work for me personally but I think that's a very very personal thing and it depends how you like your skin to look and it also depends on what color you're starting off with if you're starting off really pale to begin with some of the tone up ones can make you look a little bit dead but if you have a little bit more color and you're trying to sort of neutralize that then some of them can work really well so that will be a case of trial and error speak to other people that have a similar skin type to you if you can and try and find out which ones they like um i'm obviously extremely pale so i need something that's going to make me look a little bit more alive anything that sort of gives me even less color i honestly look on my deathbed so that is not a good fit for me personally a little bit of a glow up is is good for me uh but i think everyone has really really personal experiences with tone up creams so if you can try and find someone with a similar either skin shade to you tone to you or someone that has a similar skin type that enjoys the same products as you that is probably the best way to find out now i don't think we can go past multifunctional skincare and k-beauty without mentioning the number one selling mist spray serum in Korea, which is, of course, D'Alba Piedemont's White Truffle First Spray Serum. And that is because this just is a very, very versatile product. I mentioned before that oftentimes when you're reapplying products when you have makeup on that it can ruin your makeup this product is not like that so it can be used so many different ways makeup artists in korea really love using this one as a skin prep kind of like you would with the charlotte tilbury um, mist i have actually tried that product now i bought a a bottle of it because uh, a makeup artist when i was in australia used it on me and i just wanted to see what the fuss was about using that you know as a as a prep and also a setting spray and honestly the Dialba just blows it out of the water for me personally uh, I just think it is a much better product uh, it has sold literally multi-millions of units you can use it just as the first step of your skincare routine to kind of wet the skin and then keep going it's good for spritzing on the go uh, you know I think I've mentioned before that everyone in our office seems to have a jar of this on their desk and that's because it's just that kind of product if you're feeling dry or Um, you know, just a bit lackluster or you need a pick-me-up during the middle of the day, spritzing this a few times just really seems to do the trick. That's why it's such a popular product. Um, And, you know, I mean, I'm obviously, I've talked about my love for this so many times at this point, but I think I'm definitely not alone. Like it just seems to be a staple for a lot of people in Korea. I don't know whether that's because of our weather or, you know, everyone just kind of likes similar products, but that one really is a very, very popular product in Korea itself. Now, the other two that I have on my list, and this is very formula specific, but a lot of lip mask formulas can be quite multifunctional. So our Jellico Gelato Glaze 
uh, lip mask actually does have five functions in a single product. So you can just use it to hydrate, plump and smooth your lips, particularly if you get lip lines, like wrinkles on your lips. This one just really helps to smooth them all out. You can use it before makeup application to make sure that your makeup just glides on. And that's a really good hack for people like me that have dry skin. I always do that first before I go in over the top with any kind of lip tint or whatnot. Some people like to use it overnight as a lip sleeping mask uh, when they're doing their whole routine and you definitely can. You can also use it to create just like a your lips but better look. And that's because it doesn't have like a, a color or whatnot in it. It just kind of enhances your natural color and just takes it up a notch. But it's not the kind of look that's going to get you in trouble if you are not supposed to be wearing makeup. Uh, and the last one, the last way that I've seen people do this is mixed in with your favorite color cosmetics. And that is a really great way to come up with a few different colors. So quite a few people on social media have been mixing this in with like a product like Rare Beauty's Blush so that you can get multiple different lip shades as well. I've seen people do that with the Laneige lip sleeping mask as well. The difference between our um, Lado Glaze lip mask and the Laneige one is that the Laneige one is quite thick and sticky and I think that's why they advertise it as an overnight product because it doesn't really matter whereas during the day if you're going to be using a product like that you don't really want it sitting really heavily on your lips so that's the key difference but there obviously are you know different products and whatnot out there on the market that you can use Uh, And the last way that I think that you can cut down some steps on your routine if you are looking to do that is to try and find a cream that has multiple different oils in it as well. So our Jelly Co Bubble Tea Steam Cream, I think, and a lot of our customers tell me that they use it in place of their serum oil and moisturizer so rather than using three separate steps they just use this one product and that is because it contains such a high content of um, grapeseed oil in it so it really does give you so many different benefits you've got all of the emollients you've got the hydrators in there you've got squalane sodium hyaluronic panthenol you've got your arginine adenosine elantoin your better glucan your vitamin e your niacinamide uh, and the oil content as well so it kind of does everything you need uh, particularly if you are heading away if you're heading on holidays you will know you just don't have the space in your bag for all of those different products and serum and oil are the ones that tend to leak. So a lot of our customers say that this is the product they pack when they are going on a longer trip because they know that they will get all the nutrients they need for their skin without taking a whole bunch of different serums and oils. So that's the other way that you can kind of look for multifunctional products is to see if they have, you know, for example, if you were the type of person that was going out looking for a niacinamide serum that had, um, you know, a functional amount of niacinamide in it, well, you wouldn't need to do that if you had this cream because it's already got that in it so you could cut that step step out if you're an oil lover this already has oils in it so you could kind of cut that out now if you just love using a whole bunch of different products like you do you go for gold but this is more for people that adjust for either budgetary reasons for space reasons because you're traveling whatever it is trying to cut down that's the kind of way that you can do it is 
take a look at what's actually in your serums, oils, ampoules, what benefit are you getting from them and see if there is another product on the market that actually already contains that so that you don't need that product. So I thought I would just run through, uh, you know, a whole bunch of different products that I think are great because they do have so many different functions in one. This is a, a really big trend at the moment. So we're going to keep seeing these on the market. Like this is by no means all of the products out there. I mean, we'd be here all day. We're, we've already been talking for nearly half an hour. Uh, but I just think that this is something that Korea is more aware of at the moment. Um, this whole push towards using less and being more sustainable and environmentally friendly really has taken hold in Korea. And I keep seeing it mentioned in the industry at the moment as being one of the big trends that's going to carry us forward for the next five, 10 years. And I think that that must be true. Like you can't look at the amount of waste that is generated, uh, you know, in a country like Korea and not think we need to do something about this. There are so many people living on top of one another that it makes problems like this more obvious and apparent. So I think Korea will be leading the way when it comes to all of this sort of stuff. And already I'm seeing so many brands put statements out about, you know, the moves that they're making with their packaging to offering refills to using PCR uh, glass or plastic, things that they are doing, concrete steps that they are taking to improve their, their footprint. So I think we'll see more of that. There are lots of different companies at the moment that are looking into ways that we can use our more of the waste that we are creating and um, you know upcycle it so I think we will just keep hearing more and more about these kind of trends but I wanted to share a few products that are already on the market products that I love that I'm using um, that you know other of our customers love and are using that I thought that you may also enjoy as well now if you did like today's episode then I would love for you to share it with someone maybe share it on your socials if you love the show and want to support us remember you can purchase your Korean beauty products from stylestory.com or Woolworths online in Australia or jellyco.com globally. I'm going to finish it up here for today. I will be back in your ears next week. And until then, I will see you on Style Story. <laughs>